Good thing I was muted. I was singing, Jason. Me too. <laughs> How are you? No. I'm good. Happy and I love Friday. Tanner. How's it going? Uh, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? Happy Friday. Yes. Happy Friday. Uh, welcome, everyone, to the digital meetup. Say hello. Everyone in the chat, uh, put your LinkedIn address. Uh, let us know how you're doing today. Oh, no, don't do that yet. Let us say hi. Let us know where you're joining from. Uh, all good. Jody's here from Phoenix. It's Fry Yay. Um, Aman, of course. Uh, good to see you. Um, and Jess, that song, you know the name of that song, right? Yeah, yeah. What's it called? Uh, you Can't Go Home. Who says you can't go home? Who says you can't go home? No one. And why do we play that song? Because we're both home. <laughs> we're both home. Oh, my God. Not for long, but it's good to be When home. is the last time that we've done this live meetup on a Friday with 3,340 of our friends? Where have we both been home? I don't even know. More than a month, at least. Oh, my God. Welcome to the world of whoever puts on these freaking conferences and takes us all away from our families. And oh, shit, we've got one. Oh, we've got one of those guys on the call today. Uh, ruins the birthday with my kid every year. And all that stuff. Like it's just on and on and on and on. But uh, anyway, traveling has been busy. Mm -hmm. Yes. But how good has it been to see people? out in the wild. Like I can't even explain the bear hugs and the reunions and ugh, it's so different being together. It really is. Okay. Um, I don't know what this says, but I've not gotten one freaking bear hug. So I'm not sure why you're getting bear hugs and I'm not getting bear hugs, but no one's given me a bear hug. Oh, that has to be a lie. Didn't somebody try you, you get kisses in airports. Oh, well, I could kiss you that. moments. This no, thing is different. Kissing is different. I said hugs. I said bear hug. Um, yes, Bonnie, so good to see you. We will yeah. miss the conference vibes. You know, I think Bonnie, Bonnie's like, Bonnie would give me a hug. I've hugged Bonnie probably more recently than you have. You mm -hmm. get you fancy. <laughs> fancy. Uh, okay. We've uh, been in the same room a lot. That's for sure. Yes, virtual beer hug. So happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Meetup. Uh, episode number 150-some. We've been doing this 150-some weeks, almost every Friday. Um, notice I don't say every Friday anymore because we've had some uh, issues, but almost every Friday since COVID began, since COVID is gone, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So yes, I will wear free hugs underwear at this point, just to, <laughs> not just a, a free hug sign. Um, but great, great to be here and great to be home. Um, everyone knows we do these meetups as a way to build connection, not to get people connected. We do these buildups as to build a community. Um, we've had over a million listeners and a million watchers now, which is great to continue to see. We have 3,340 people here now, which is great to see. So all, all good. I always love, or not all good, but thank you. I'll just say thank you. And just thank you for dealing with me uh, and all of the amazing prep we do every single Friday to make this happen. Um, we always like to start with probably the most important the I th question you can ask a human. Um, I've been in four cities this week. Well, in a five, I guess, if I count home. And in every city, I've asked this question. And everyone knows the question. It's a simple question. It's three words. How are you? 
uh, how are you? And the answers are that you have are green, yellow, or red. Green, you feel great today. Yellow, so-so. And red, not so good. And Leo, I love the fact that you put green is becoming natural sometimes. Uh, it, but it actually made me think about something. I read your, I read wrong what you said. But for those of you that put green, why don't you take a second and say why you're green? Hmm. You know, like, let's go one step further. I've never pushed that button. Um, yeah. Why? I, I mean, I'm green because I'm home. Uh, I'm green because I've had an amazing week in working with some amazing organizations. Uh, and I'm green because I have a weekend to just, like, breathe. Um, uh, so, that, yeah, Alicia, thanks for asking. But, yes, wow. that, that's why I'm green. But I would love to hear why others are green. Uh, JC's yellow, busy, which oh. I had a twin to help me complete a task. JC, there's this thing called Gen AI. <laughs> Copilot, you may want to look into it. If, uh, you probably have never heard of it, uh, but if you have heard of it. Uh, Taylor's green. And Taylor, I don't even know if you know this, but I was in a uh, Taylor French. Jess, it wasn't you. I was in the back of a car in New York City, and we were singing the praises of Taylor French earlier this week. Um, oh, I love that. She so deserves that. Dominic, sorry to hear that your project's put on hold. But hopefully, I'll, I'm Dominic. I'm a person who looks for positive and everything, so it gives you a chance to take a breath and come back and do it better. Um, Dorothy, back from Dubai, green because we live in a world of amazing possibilities. I love that, Ben. Mm -hmm. Thank you for hearing that. Uh, Howard, we're facing ageism, but also we have the opportunity to use ageism to do some amazing things. Um, I, I understand that. Working on one end of a critical transformation project and seeing some great progress. Kim, oh, hey, Kim. oh, we've got some amazing people here, hey, Kim. I know. Kim's another one of those hugs I need at this point. Uh, Jessica, planting some perennials and garlic this weekend. Having dinner with Lynn Mealy tomorrow. Oh, my God, there's a name from the past. Very cool, John. Say hi to her for me. Please. Oscar's here. Oh, even Oscar. That's another hug I'd love to have is a Lynn Mealy hug, John. Um, Alicia. I don't know what great people you or what awesome people you work with, but uh, <laughs> share them with me when you get a chance. I'm just kidding. Right. Um, Oscar, good to see you. Celsius. Oh my God, Jason. What's going on with the Celsius? Is that like red? That's like the Red Bull shit, only supposed to be healthier for you? It's, he it's healthy. Oh, last, yeah. Last night, I told my team an hour ago this story. Last night, I went to see Gina does my hair she's a friend first and also happens to be brilliant with hair she, I walked into her salon and she told me I looked more tired than I have ever looked <laughs> well I was about to say it I was about to say it doesn't look like you've done anything to your hair for weeks uh it's a good thing <laughs> I didn't say that since you just had your hair done yesterday I just had my hair done can't you see the pink she in response to, not only did she tell me I look tired, only a friend can get away with that. She laid me back in my chair and let me take a nap while she did my hair. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. Uh, so I've got that going for me. Did she give you a massage, though? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Actually, when she washes my hair, she does a great scalp massage. Okay. Good. You need to go see, you could be bald. And I would tell you to go see Gina for a good, you know, scalp massage. 
It is so good to see everybody in this community. I love you guys. I miss you when we're not all here and, and vibing. Um, I can't even remember if you asked me a question, Jason. I'm just enjoying all of these green responses. <laughs> so I want to hear about your one thing. For yeah. those of you new that haven't been here before, we always do our one thing. A one thing that's that you found interesting this week or and by the way since we haven't actually been together for a couple of weeks we might go back a week or so mm, yeah um, i know you've been at vendor events i know that you're hanging out in las vegas which seem i don't do you do you, do you have like a permanent residency now yeah, I, like, I have actually, uh, i'm like, working on a contract at at okay. uh you know caesar's or somewhere like that uh, i'm just going to take up residency <laughs> well you know we've got this one of our guests today like mark mark What's I know. Name? That's why I chose like he owns Vegas, so he could probably get you a residency or something. <laughs> you know, like this weird guy from Budapest comes over, and all of a sudden he owns Vegas. Um, <laughs> he could probably get you a residency somewhere if you're interested. I know it's necessary. I I feel like I've been there as much as I've been home. Uh, one thing from the last couple of weeks. <clears throat> so it's weird in a good way to be in so many analyst events and vendor functions and and interfacing with all these incredible customers that so many of you serve and i say weird because it's a it's like a parade of announcements and innovation and roadmap updates and all of the big splashy stuff that we're all going to see by the way in the next two weeks in the industry's two biggest events uh, it's going to be a, par I have already like seen the parade um, and gotten, you know, pre just like Bonnie and everybody else. Um, I've been previewing all of the headlines that we're all going to see and continue to see. I feel like this is not going to stop. Um, and it's interesting because I get to see the messaging repeated by different vendors for different solutions and announcements in different ways. Uh, and it just goes to show how much how much innovation is coming out of the fire hose. These poor enterprises, these poor customers, <laughs> like it's an embarrassment of riches from an innovation standpoint. <clears throat> but holy cow, is there a lot to work with? And that's a that's a lot of work to do. One of you earlier in the chat said you've got a huge. I think it was Amon undergoing a huge transformation project. Everybody is trying to tackle, is trying to eat the elephant one bite at a time. And, and for good reason, there's a lot of improvements and, and positive necessary outcomes that are right, right there for us. And I mentioned this to you earlier this morning, Jason, I, my big takeaway is we have a huge design problem across the board, experience design, technology design, workforce design, org design, like all of this technology will be wasted. All of this innovation will be wasted if we don't learn how to become designers of the human experience of work. And that's, I'll just stop there because you're going to get enough of this and we're going to be talking a lot about this in the next few weeks. Um, but, but please don't forget, as you're reading all the headlines and consuming all the press releases and visiting all the booths and seeing all of the demos, design, 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 human, human, human. We, we have to start there. Uh, that's, that's my takeaway from the last few weeks of, of this roadshow.
And, and, and you know what, Jess, I'm just going to add, and I, I said this earlier this week at a big event I was speaking at uh, with for a company. So I had the opportunity to work with a big, can't say the name of the company, but a, I was going to see if I had a can or <laughs> a big beverage company, um, you know, where I was speaking to 3,500 people. Um, and I actually said to them um, that you guys, like, it's not the vendor's job to do your design. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a really, really important thing to remember. It's not the vendor's job to do your design. So, you know, there's a one of our great community members. I don't know if you guys remember these. Gave me these. <laughs> I left those for you like yeah, two still, months I ago. I have these, these tattoos because you know they were jealous that Jess has arm tattoos and I don't have arm tattoos. So they gave me some arm tattoos and I still haven't put them on yet. But you know, the concept of the design of that tattoo. The person that like prints the tattoo and does the tattoo on your arm, like your job is the vision. Your job is the what does it mean to me? Your job is it the how is it going to affect me and impact me? The person that puts the tattoo in, they, they're just doing the tattoo. Like yeah. vendors, they're just helping you take your vision and bring it to life. Great but, analogy. Can we bring tattoos on the road with us, by the way? Like these pressures. Well, <laughs> it it's much easier for you to bring them on the road than me. Uh, since you already have them attached. Right. Uh, but yeah, I could bring them. I'll bring my tattoos right here on the road. Or, you know, Mark Coleman yeah. probably will arrange to do a live tattooing of Jason. <laughs> yes, let's yeah, do it, Mark. Me or something like that. But, um, you know, all of that being said, the the concept is it's our job. It's our job to take these technologies that we're bombarded with and our job to take what the vendors are creating, which is the best thing that stuff they've ever created. And then to think about how to use it. So it's a great lesson, Jess. Thank you for sharing that. I know I we, it's a long one thing, but yeah. important thing to talk about. And uh, I think we need to turn that into a podcast or something really, really quickly. Um, and we will. Um, the, 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 the thing, that I, so my one thing, or I have two, uh, sorry, I'm gonna cheat. Uh, but the, my first thing, and I'm gonna give this advice to every single human here. And some of you have experienced and some of you haven't. And this is a human piece of advice. It's not a work piece of advice. And we always talk about how human and work blend together. But for any of you that buy into the concept that your kid growing up and graduating high school and dropping them off at college is a good thing and should make you feel good, it's a bunch of bullshit. Aww. There is nothing worse in life. Mm. There is nothing harder in life. There's nothing more painful in life. And while there's some underpinnings of like, wow, this is a big moment. And wow, I'm so proud of you. And wow, I'm really, really excited for what you're about to do. I'm going to cry right this second. Mm. Uh, waving goodbye to your kid. And not knowing if you're ever going to be at home with them again. Not knowing if you're ever going to hug them again. Not knowing... Anything like that is not a positive. It, it's not. It's not a great feeling, you know. So for anyone that says it is, I, I and some people have been through it, um, but for those of you that haven't been through it, just please keep in mind that um, be prepared for it because uh, you can do you can do everything that you uh, in your power to prepare for it, um, and then the minute that it happens. Um, it's a gut punch. So uh, 
Uh, anyway, that's, that's Lisa, that is a good analogy, Elise. My friend Lisa said the same thing, Jason, that it's worse than the worst breakup you've ever experienced. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. Um, and yes, if they thrive, you've succeeded. And yeah. you know, Dorothy, I've actually changed my opinion on that. Like, if they're happy, yeah, I've succeeded. Because uh, everyone has their own definition of thrive. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for those of you with kids, hug them, hold them. Um, because, yeah, everyone, I, I think I understand when people say it goes fast and you're in the middle of it. You know, and our guest we're about to bring on has kids too. You know, when people say it goes fast, and you're like, oh my God, this, this is not going fast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, I don't know how these people are saying it's going fast. It's not going fast. Um, it, it's not that the it's not that it goes fast. It's the amount the the moments you have to influence them go fast. The moments you have alone with them go fast. The moments you have to actually try to impart something on them that they might use later on in your life go fast. Does that make sense? Like the time itself doesn't go fast, but those moments that you're alone, like you just want yeah. more of those. Um, and that's the, because you, you feel like you didn't finish. Mm. And I know this more and all that other stuff, but anyway, that's my one thing. The second thing I just wanted to say is that I think that we are in a, and I like the amount of traveling I've done in the last eight weeks all over between Everywhere, let's say around the world has been more than I've traveled ever in my life, and um, HR is in the middle of a, the biggest transformation it's ever gone through. And I'll say it, and someone's going to say it's buzzworthy, and someone's going to say it's bullshit, and someone's going to say it's hype. But generative AI is making a bigger impact on HR than electricity did. Okay, and it's not hype. Like it's reality and it's not necessarily sexy stuff. Like the fact that I, it, I may be able to write an email communication faster than before. So I have more time to talk to an employee about how they're feeling mentally. You know, the fact that I might be able to create a PowerPoint presentation faster and not spell something wrong because it's being checked better from a proofreading standpoint and at the same time, you know, able to spend more time on something that matters to people. But we're finally to the point now. We finally have a technology, finally have a technology that actually can impact our work and shift, as I've always said, from counting people to making people count. Like, we finally have it. Yeah. And that's like, but, it, but the thing that I'm worried about is people are still looking at it as HR technology. Yeah. Like, there is no more HR tech. There's no more HR strategy and then HR technology strategy. Like the HR strategy is digital. The HR strategy is infused with these tools. If we continue to separate them, we will never transform. All we'll do is put frosting on the moldy cake. We'll add more Gen AI layers and people, you know, which chatbot do I, this is happening, by the way, you guys, which chatbot do I talk to? I talked to a company yesterday. They said they've now they've got nine chatbots for benefits. I'm like, how do people know which one to talk to? They're like, they don't. I'm like, back to your point about design, that's just shitty design. Yeah. So anyway, I've just learned that there is no more 
like, and you'll see in slides that we use, and I created one this week that I'm using now every single day. Their HR strategy and HR technology strategy are one. There's no more separation, and there's never a time that HR should say, hey, who owns your, your tech digital strategy? IT. Right. IT enables it. IT puts the tattoo on your body. Back to the analogy, but you decide what the tattoo is going to be. Yeah. Those are my two things. Sorry. <laughs> we got to ask Mark his two things. Yeah, let's get that dude on. Let's, uh, let's that dude on. Really like, uh, I don't even. So can we like, we have to, uh, how do we start this? There's so much like banter <laughs> and history and blah, 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 blah. We could do. What do we do? Just bring him on? Do we, yeah. do we sing? Yeah. Do we like, do we have to get out like a boa and feathers? Oh, I wish I had. Oh, there he is. <laughs> how are you, Mark? Lindy, how are you guys? Two troublemakers. I know. Mark, Mark come on up. Man, that was very emotional, Jason. That got me in the heart. Yeah. It, it, that's not, yeah, that wasn't that. I mean, dude, you haven't done it yet, right? Like, well, it did make me think. Um, Maximilian's 14 now, and I've learned that. Um, at that age, you've probably spent 75% of your time with your kids. I thought that was a crazy statistic. Um, but I'm, I'm kept busy. I have a pandemic baby here, so I've got a two-year-old and I'm holding on to the bull's tail for dear life at the moment. So <laughs> I've got it going on. I still have a 16-year-old and he's getting an unusual amount of attention now. <laughs> For the next few years, because of everything that I didn't do with the other one. So, <laughs> so then, when all of a sudden all these masterminds put on these fancy events all over the world, and I say, "Hey, Alex, guess what? I'm going to Paris." Um, you know. Anyway, Mark, tell us about yourself. That you are like you have been a mastermind of putting on events uh, in the HR space. You started with this thing called HR Tech World. Um, which I remember vividly, and thank you for allowing us to be part of that way back. Um, eventually changed to Unleash. But for those that don't know you, maybe you can just start with what 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 got you here into this space? For those of you that don't know what Unleash is, and like, were you born to put on events? Did your parents raise you to put on events? Like, what's the what's the whole thing? Oh, look, Karina Lamb just called you a mastermind. Like I've been dying my whole life for Karina Lamb to call me a mastermind and I get jack shit. So the fact that she called you a mastermind, like take that and run. Yeah, I'm Irish. So I think that's part of it being Irish. Um itchy mm -hmm. feet. I um yeah, when and when I was a teenager, um I wasn't satisfied to sit down. So I grew up in a stud farm. Um I've always had that kind of entrepreneurial or, or kind of event. So what is a stud farm? That's uh, racehorses. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was something I should. Something <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, racehorses. Try to be funny here, Mark. It doesn't really work most of the time, but I just try to add some comedy here. Don't worry. I took notes here. I've got the tattoo for Jason written down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it won't be. It won't be just an unleashed tattoo. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've always been, um, it's always been in me, especially hospitality, I've loved it. I think it's part of being Irish and being welcoming. So um, I've 
kind of started in music, then went into sports. Um, sports being Formula One, World Cup football, Rugby World Cup, which is on in Paris at the moment, um, which I think everyone's enjoying. There's good buzz to it. Um, uh, and then I got into business events somehow. Most of this journey was spent in Asia Pacific, so I spent six years out there doing this. Um, and somehow I fell into HR along the way. Um, <laughs> as a researcher, because my background is... Uh, as it's a because you're such a proper gentleman. Right, and follow every rule that's ever been made. Right. So HR is like, of course, perfect for you. Um, I think it suits me really well because I had a career. I had that career where I had lots of. I think everyone's had it. Lots of wranglings with HR. I had good HR and bad HR. So I know what that looks. Love that tattoo. Yes. Lion. Lion says a lot, Jason. Person that gave me this tattoo just said, "Yay, tattoos for this Jason!" Book. I know, I love it. Community member, so I had to show her. <laughs> but Mark, yeah. So I mean, that's so like you've got through that, and then like then like the first. I'll never forget the first event that I went to of yours. I was blown away. I was like, "WTF!" Like it, it, I mean, it was like a Chat GPT moment for me, where I was like, um, "What is this? Like, there's music." And there's video and it's cool. And it, I was like, how do you do this? I was like, these people in Budapest must be just like really cool people to hang out with. Because it was nothing like I'd ever seen before. It was a different kind of event. Um, and, you know, I'd love to like drill into where that inspiration comes from. And I, I really think it goes back to our keyword of the event of the of the show here, which is design. Like yeah. you're designing. You wanted to design something that was unique. Yeah, true. Well, if I was to give anyone advice on this call, it was a bit of early advice I got in my career, which is design for outcomes. And I've been doing that ever since. I've been doing it in my life. Um, and you, if you've got a vision or a picture of where you want to go, you can actually make it happen. Um, with with events, yeah, it's all design. Um, it's, it's operational. The devil is in the detail. Um, I think HR was quite lethargic when we got into it, so I think we shook it up for good. Um, I think if you look around the world, if you look at the HR events that existed back then versus today, I think oh, we've, had, you know, we've had a great journey. We've had good influence. So, And I think, I think it's still on us to lead the way and continue uh, innovating. And I'm quite excited now for next year, actually. So we're, we've got some big plans. Really excited. I think that's an important point to make, Mark. The function of HR is as Jason would say, like the second oldest profession in the world. Um, and so we understand the concept of the function of human resources. We also understand the concept of technology as a tool. But the, the shaking up that I think is needed and why Jason says, no joke, this is the biggest transformation we'll see in our industry, is because we're actually having to learn how to think differently. It's the thinking, and that's why conferences or events or learning opportunities that focus on innovation from a learner standpoint, from a, you know, how do we skill and enable people to become drivers of transformation? That's a way different concept than understand how an API works. Um, and I think that's the inflection point that we're at and why, you know, events like Unleash are so important because they... They, they shake us up, not from an understanding of HR perspective, from the way we think about people and work and, and modern society. Like, that's pretty cool. I, I honestly would not be in this industry if we weren't 
talking like that because then it would just be HR and that's not what we're doing anymore. Yeah, the change is real. Um, that's probably why I got into HR because it's a window into every part or the soul of the company. And if you, if you look at it back when Jason and I first met, all the software that was being designed, all the technology that was being designed was being designed by HR. Almost to say HR is good, like this is what we're doing. This, these are our metrics. Um, and the evolution it's gone or the transformation it's gone through in the last decade is just off the charts. So, and if you look at it today, it's to Jason's point earlier, the co-piloting. Um, I've seen some outrageous technology from startups recently. That's it's got me really excited. So the nerd, the nerd is out in me now as well. Um, and so everything, um, everything, all, all the business models are being completely changed. The singularity that we've often talked about, the, the exponential that's going on in the workplace at the moment is through the roof. And I think you've mentioned it as well, Jess, the tech, the tech, some of it's going to be redundant, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, because, yeah, there's a lot of people out there uh, that haven't done the thinking that's needed around workforce planning, hiring, development. It's, it's more than co-piloting. I know it myself because I'm doing 10 times the job I was doing a year ago with some of the AI tools that are out there now. It's incredible. Yeah. So, so Mark. You've had a chance to see some of the things that are going to go on at these events. And, you know, people have shown you their booths and you've seen their booths and you've probably got the booth sitting behind you. And, you know, you've seen some keynotes that people are going to deliver and things like that. Like, you know, when you go and this is like to me, this is a little bit shocking. Like when you go from a, a, like last year at this time. So this year, like there was no one talking about generative AI on any other <laughs> booth last year at this time or stand or whatever you want to call it. You know, like there were still people that had blockchain on there and things like that. But there was, I mean, there was, I mean, even though generative AI was around, there was no one really talking about it. Like, I mean, we did a study last year at this time about what people were going to spend on in 2023. Generative AI was not on the list. Yeah. You know, and now all of a sudden we're we're exa we're one year later, and it's the top of the list. Like I don't remember anything in my time that's gone from not on the not from the bottom of the list, but not on the list to the top of the list in such a short period of time. Like, and I would just be curious as to are, first of all, are you seeing that? But then second of all, like, do you think that there's more money being spent in the space? Do you think there's more people that are just like curious lurkers and like, I wonder what that's going to do? Or do you think that people are like getting caught up? I mean, you're like the king of marketing. Do you think that people are just getting caught up in the marketing hype? Because I think I people heard what I said earlier. I don't think it's hype, but I think that there there might be a problem in our industry where we've overhyped stuff before to not have good results. And I'm worried that people are going to think the same about this. Yeah, you're spot on. Yeah, we are seeing it as the short answer. Um, it's funny because I was talking to Paige about it today. We've, we've, it's top of the list. Um, and if you look at, as a researcher, I always, I, I think anyone that knows me has heard this from me. Um, the things jostling at the top, there's a kind of top three. It's always leadership, talent management, transformation. Of course, it's digital transformation now. Um, but yeah, I think, 
AI is the is the big one on the agenda this year. It's um, it's knocked everything off its perch. Uh, we saw it in Vegas as well. If you if you saw our main stage, um, we most of the main stage in Las Vegas earlier this year was was a AI content. So and it went down really well. <laughs> Um, I think if you look to the trends in buzzwords, yeah, it was the vendors had it on their boots for the last six years, Jason. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe seven years um, when we first started seeing it. And then the argument was, well, it's not real AI. It's only an algorithm and stuff like this. Um, but yeah, I think ChatGBT, not, I, I, I think ChatGBT put it on the map basically in November of last year. Um, <clears throat> I guess... I guess if you look back historically, we had people analytics. Do you guys remember that story? So <laughs> a, lot people, a lot of people won't know that one actually, because we were, I, I, I was doing case studies with The Economist back in 2008, 2009. I could see into companies like Danske Banka. They were using um, analytics to the highest degree um, to understand how their aging population weren't doing really well with some of their big customers. <laughs> um, I saw how Thomson Reuters, and this is a long time ago, Thomson Reuters were doing a big office move, so they were using uh, people analytics to see, you know, how it affected their how it affected their top talent, um, how it affected their schools, their relationships, their partnerships, all of these kind of things before they made the office move. And I, I think like that was like that was. 15 years ago nearly. It was really innovative stuff back then. Um, we did the first conference um, on what's now called People Analytics and get, get into a, a fight with Lexi Martin talking as to whether it's HR Analytics or People Analytics. Um, but back in the day, it was called Big Data for HR. Yes, that's right. All data for HR. And then IBM called it Smart Data for a little while. So um, yeah, I think they all go through that trend. It takes time. Um, but there are companies out there that have got their arms wrapped around this in the real in the right way. Um, but there's also HR departments out there. It's the it's the lazy HR. What HR is sometimes famous for being last to the table. Um, and I think the lazy HR is thinking, well, if I work with one of the big four vendors, then we do AI because they they've got it written on their <laughs> it's part of their suite and it's part of what they do. Therefore, we've got AI inside our organization. So I think. You know, there's a lot of people out there who don't have a grasp of what this actually looks like and how it's going to change the workforce in the next two, three years. So, so Mark, tied to events, just because I think you're a mastermind of events, um, like, and, you know, one of my first, you know, one of my first interactions with an event like yours, um, I had this, you know, specific experience uh, right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I cannot believe you found that. Uh, which for those of you that aren't, which for those no, of you that aren't, Richard Branson enough money to do a proper job, you survived. Right. So for, for those of you that aren't familiar, that's Richard Branson, the founder of Virgin, um, cutting off my tie um, at one of Mark's events, um, which will be a fascinating uh, thing memorialized in my uh, life. But you know, your events are different because of that, like you have people like a Richard Branson at the event or things like that. And I, I would just love for you to talk a little about like what Paris is coming up in a week, if anyone just still decides to get on a plane or is in that part of the world now and joins, 
and then what in this community are gonna are gonna be there. Yeah, I'm sure a number of them will be there. Um, yeah. you know, Oscar just said was that London Dorothy said was that London, Oscar said was that 2017's HR Tech World. I don't really remember when that was, Mark. You probably know when it was more than I do. Um Yeah, that was um that was 2014. Hmm. Okay. 2014. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I, which by the way, I look freaking better. I look much better now than I did then, by the way. Uh, so ain't good to me. Just kidding. you. Um, but, um, the, uh, the, the thing that I'm curious about is like, so what do you have planned for Paris? And then you do stuff in the U S also. So like, what are your, what are your master plans for events going forward? Um, there are two different events. Um, I think Paris is a little bit more sophistication. I call it the culture capital versus Vegas, which is the entertainment capital. And, and by design, we've got two very different products. But what I love is we've got a knowledge bridge going on or a you know, friendship bridge, partnerships. Um, and I, I think that's our USP that no one else has in the industry. I know Gartner have got events flagged in different locations. But if you look at our network and our, you know, what we're, uh, the value that we're providing to our customers is entirely different. So, so I think we're making good use of that. We were three events prior to um, prior to Bay, sorry, prior to the pandemic, but now we're just two, and I prefer that. It's much better because it's a bit of breathing room in between. Um, I think um, Paris. Well, Mark, I want to go into why Richard Branson. Like you, there's a you, who's the who's that woman that spoke about trust at one of your events. Rachel um, Bosman. Yes, Rachel. Yeah, like Richard Branson, Rachel Bosman. These people like leave lasting images in your head. They've left lasting images in my head forever. Yeah. Um, so like it's not your traditional like trade show. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to create feeling, which I think is really interesting. I, I don't know, like, just back to the design thing. Is that intentional? And And how do you do that? Um, well, it is design. It's of course it's intentional because we put twelve months into these, sometimes three years into these projects. Um, I think, yeah, experience is everything, um, and that's what I love. That's what I like. That's the energy I. That's the vibe I live off of. Is is everyone else getting happy from from what we do? Um, and I think it, you know, there's a there's a crazy journey. Anyone who's done events or works in events know how tough the industry actually is. Um, but the fun part is the uh, is the research and the producing and finding out what make, makes people take what gets people really excited. Um, and we do, yeah, we have a special DNA that we insert into our events where where you don't have the usual um, speakers. Like so, normally when you ask a CEO to speak on uh, on an event, um, they'll run a mile if they hear it's a HR conference, right? So, um, or at least it used to be in the old days. It's not not the same now. Um, and I think that was the reason, one of the reasons why I wanted um, to rebrand the company Unleash when there was maybe 95% or even even my team, but the community thought I was crazy for doing it because we were we were of the name HR Tech World. Um, but I looked around and everything, every event was called HR Tech at the time. So I was just like, no, we, we've got to change this. Um, and so designed by outcomes, if you look at HR as a function, it it has been a coping function or a coping mechanism mm. in many organizations. So if you think about people innovation, it usually happens outside of HR interventions. Right. So that's that's the experience that comes from my research over the last 15 years. And that's starting to change. Um, 
so yeah, if I look at experience, that's the biggest thing. So we'll put economists, we'll have magicians, we'll have the freaks um, going around hugging. Jason, you were talking about hugging. My family here, we have a role of five hugs a day. So we fool ourselves into thinking we're happy by doing hugs. <laughs> serotonin uh, release, you know. The, and eventually it becomes true by the fifth hug, I would think. Well, the dopamine, everything gets released. So if you do five a day, you're winning. I get my team to do it at the events as well. So we, we, we get started by five hugs for the day. <laughs> so and I think that's, that's the difference of the face-to-face. -face. That's, that's what you're looking to do. You're looking to put on a show. Um, so people have got to experience that. It's very fast, as you know. Sometimes we do shows and we don't see half of our friends that were actually there now. It's gotten, it's gotten so crazy and there's so much on all the time. But um, I think ultimately it's about matchmaking. Uh, the content is obviously the inspiration piece. Yeah. Um, and then the hospitality piece is where you're, you're building lifelong friendships. So, you know, you guys are reading all the names on the side here. And, um, you know, most of them, you've met most of them at events, right? Right. I mean, if you look at Oscar's comment, he just said this year's Unleashed with Dr. Vivian Ming, talking about being human amidst a world of AI. That's the, that's the truly transformation. Um, she's, she's amazing, uh, by the way. She blew my mind on site when I interviewed her. Um, it, it's, uh, it's people like that that are not actually known in our industry. And she's built about three or four HR tech businesses or recruitment tech businesses as well. A lot of people don't know that either. <laughs> An amazing, beautiful mind. So um, when you think about, just really quickly, last thing, and I want to keep you, what time is it there? It is uh, 7.44. So like, what's this, the pint time or? <laughs> Those days are gone. Those <laughs> <laughs> Two pandemic baby waiting for me upstairs. <laughs> oh, good nights are waiting. <laughs> yeah, Samuel, Samuel's bedtime now. <laughs> so can you talk a little about, just because we have a lot of people on here from the U.S., um, and I see Dorothy, everybody identified who's going to be in Paris. Dorothy's going to be there, which is great. But your U.S. event is in Las Vegas again, right? Yes. Um, so we're we're in Caesars Forum for the next five years. Just signed a contract recently. So and you've got just the residency, right? You know, I listen. Just by the way, I forgot. So rude of me. I love the hair. By the way, um, thank you. Always, I was asleep when it happened. Apparently, <laughs> do that. I fall asleep when I get a haircut now, or even a dentist. Um. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to start scheduling just to get naps. <laughs> but thank so, you. So we're we're back in we're back in Caesar's Forum in May next year, um, uh, and yeah, it's it's we're, we've we've tagged it as the International Festival of HR. Uh, we went there this year for the first time ever. Um, we threw everything at it. Uh, it's not easy organizing an event on the other side of the world, <laughs> um, but we threw everything at it, and we had we enjoyed great success this year. So we now know the space. We know how to use it. We know what worked. We know what didn't work. Um, we've we've put ourselves on the map. I think a lot of people took notice of this particular edition. Um, so it's put wind in ourselves for next year. We're really excited for what we can do and actually something much bigger and better and different to what's out there currently in the marketplace and different to Paris as well, by the way. Yeah. I have to say that the two of them are, they're, 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 they're streets apart in terms of, you know, design. So um, I'm really, really excited for what we're, what we're about to do in America.
And Mark, you know my take on this, and we've had many conversations over drinks, over phone calls, over whatever. Um, you know, the events are different. Like you said, you said different than what's in the marketplace today. So everyone knows, like there's an HR tech event in the U.S. It's next week. Um, you know, there's the Unleash event, which is Paris the following week. Then you're back in the U.S. for May. And I've always said, and you know, I think this, that there's a spot for everyone. And there's a place for everyone because what one company puts on is completely different with a different outcome than what you're trying to put on. And I think that for bot, for people in the industry, your goal shouldn't be to pick one. I know it's that's right. what ends up happening from yeah. an enterprise budget standpoint, but anything you can do to take advantage of more than one, it helps you be much more well-rounded because they're not the same. It's not like you're watching the same movie in a different theater. Like it's a different show. It's yeah. a different outcome and it's a different experience that will make you more well-rounded as a human. So, you know, I would not think of them as competitors, even though they like to think of them as competitors. Sometimes I see them as or they're, you know, organizations trying to make the world better. Mark, I don't know if you want to say anything about that, but that's how I feel. I, I, yeah. You and I, we, you, you're right. We've talked about it way too much. Um, <clears throat> I think, uh, I talked to Sherm about this yesterday. Um, they had 25,000 people at their show uh, not so long ago. That's um, crazy. In, in Las Vegas, they're in Chicago next year. Um, yeah, there's, there's over, if you, if, you, um, if you go on to LinkedIn and use its tool correctly to just kind of see what, what the HR marketplace looks like in the US, you will discover that there are over a million uh, HR managers and above, like so senior managers and above uh, dotted across the United States. It's an incredible number. Um, so we're only scratching the surface. That's yeah. the truth of it. Uh, and um, what, what Sherm were at the last installment of Unleash in America, and they thought it was cool. <laughs> that was their, <laughs> I think they gritted their teeth when they said that. But uh, they just said different vibe, different yeah. events, different audience, different crowds. So, I, you know, I don't worry about this stuff. It's We might have worried about it a while back, but not anymore. Uh, we've grown a different layer of skin for that. So so to your point, and like, and we, we still can deliver scale. Yeah. Um, you know, can still grow the event in, in, in a very different way to everything else that's going on and innovate. That's the key thing here because, you know, people are only in town for two or three days or especially in Vegas, it's two nights for most people. Um, and certain profiles or personas are by the book, like the, the investor community are, they're on the plane out at 11 o'clock at night because they don't drink. You know, <laughs> uh, so there, there's different groups of people and different behaviors um, and different schedules. So, and that's taken me, believe it or not, five years to figure out. Like America is a very different beast than Europe. Americans are, you know, in software terms, especially Americans are better at coming to Europe than Europeans are going to America. Huh. Um, <laughs> and, and it's been, it's been, it's been tough um, doing, trying to take an event to the US and go through San Francisco um, initially and then to Las Vegas. But it's been great learning, really good. I wouldn't change it for the world. You know, so, one of the things that you, sorry, Jason, um, just commenting on the different, you know, there's so many things we can offer and provide, and it's all necessary. 
I absolutely loved, and not just because I hosted it, I loved the fact that you added a vendor summit last year. And I was honored to host it because I advised the vendor community. But no conference, I mean, vendors, you know, pay through the nose to go to conferences in the hopes that they'll come home with opportunities. And they do, but they don't themselves get to learn and consume and be inspired and come home with new motivation to do things differently in terms of how they design and present their solutions. So thank you for, for addressing vendors as learners and consumers of all of this innovation as well. Uh, Like they're the most important partner an enterprise has. And so if they're not also reshaping their thinking and, and getting the same experience, then, then we're leaving them behind. So thank you for adding that. Yeah, and thanks for calling it out because I nearly forgot it. And I'm actually really confident because of that experience. That was the first test for us. I'm really confident that we'll knock knock it out of the park for 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 next year's event. Um, but it keeps the lights on here. You know, it's um, I I don't think the vendors. I was talking to a few people about this last week. I don't think the vendors in our industry get enough love, not just from right. the events industry. Um, but this is these are the guys that are paying all the bills, you know, um, and and they need more love, uh, and we're going to give them more love actually. So, um, but it's it. yeah, yeah, we've got to find new ways of doing it because the traditional models are are old and tired. And you know, I think the pandemic, for me personally, in terms of of just being able to step back and look at all of it again, because I spent the last three years rebuilding Unleash completely from scratch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we grew into the pandemic as an events business, and then nobody wanted us anymore. So it was um, it was a tough time to kind of get through it, but it was great thinking time to figure out what next. Yeah. You know, and I think Mark that you know when, when we say vendors, like one of the things that we're extremely proud of from a Mercer standpoint is like to we're one of those vendors as well. You know, like we're. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not, no, no, it's not. I just want to make sure it's not just tech vendors. It's people who support the space as well. Like we're trying to build an ecosystem, and Unleash is a big part of our ecosystem going forward. So, like, we're really proud to be sponsors of the Unleash, all of the Unleash events. Uh, we're sponsors. We're proud to be sponsors of all of the events because we believe that you know by doing that, it's going to raise you know raise the water level for everyone going forward. So, um, you know, whether it be World at Work, whether it be Sherm, whether it be Unleashed, whether it be HR Tech, like whether it be People Met, like all of those are part of our ecosystem. It's probably why I travel all the time. Um, but, uh, you know, all of that together, that's what makes the industry better. And um, and Mark, like you deserve a ton of credit as being one of those people that's truly like, I always laugh when people put out these lists, um, you know, and of people influencing the industry, uh, but they don't include you know, people like yourself or people like Rebecca McKenna or, you know, th- these other people that I put on these events, like, you know, people like, you know, the old Bill Cudic days, like going back a little ways or, you know, Esther Martinez, yes. you know, like you guys are the people that bring us all together. Yeah, totally. And I just, I think it, when it comes to influence, I, some, I think sometimes we forget about that. And I just want to thank you for that. Team sport. I'm, I'm only as good as my team. So, um, yeah, well, and, to, and yeah, and to your, you know, and to your entire team. So, Mark, thank you so much for joining. Can we yes. just see Paris? Um, thank you both. 
I don't know if we're going to get to have uh, our usual drink or our banana stories or anything. <laughs> don't go there, Jason. Don't or do anything it. like that this year. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we'll uh, we'll see where it goes. And uh, <laughs> oh, I, I think I made him turn red, Jeff. <laughs> I've been right the whole time. I'm sunburned. <laughs> anyway, um, can't wait to see you, buddy. Likewise. Thank yeah. you. Take you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, Jess, that was fun. That was fun. Yes. Uh, Laurel, so that must be some story. Yes, we won't go into that story. Maybe a different. we could do a different show where we can talk about that story. <laughs> yes. Uh That'll be fun. I can't wait to see so many of you. Um, well, who's going to HR Tech next week, by the way? Because that's right on top of us. Like, yep. I'm, I got to go home and freaking pack. Um, so uh, who's going to Vegas next week? Uh, by the way, I mentioned this last week, Jason. You weren't here. I'm going to mention it again. We uh, took your notes when we saw all of you at Unleash America in April. You said, how do we know each other? Like, we, this community... Uh, spend all this time through screens together, it would be great to have a visual marker, like a badge, to find each other at conferences and events. We did it. We've got them. So come by our booth wherever we are, which happens to be HR Tech next week, Unleash, Unleash World in Paris the week after, and get your Now of Work community badges. Like, and like bling out your badge or whatever. Uh, we cannot wait to see you. So definitely come by and get those. And yeah, tell us tell us who's going. Taylor, if you need, if you're able to come, let us know. We'll get you there. Um, it would be great to uh, great to uh, great to see you. Uh, anyway, it, uh, look for those pins. Uh, we'll have them both in pa uh, Paris as well as HR Tech next week. For those of you in Vegas next week at HR Tech, uh, Jess wants a bear hug. Um, so give her a, uh, a give her a bear hug. Um, Jess, you, you're open for dinner every night. So, I, like, um, no, <laughs> any, any invites? That I've never you? had so many breakfasts, lunches, and dinners <laughs> uh, booked up. I really don't know what I'm doing at any given moment. I'm just being told where to go. <laughs> yeah, so guys, really, truly, we wanted to do this show first of all, a to actually just fun to be home back to how we started. B. Um, to really help you understand a little about the the overall community. And, you know, um, Mark's a great friend and a great builder in the space, um, but so are the people at HR Tech, you know, next week. The, the, the HR Tech's doing a show in Europe next year. So, you know, make sure yeah. that you watch for that. Like I said, there are different shows. You learn about all of, you learn different things. And like, we never say the same stuff at the same events. Like I speak at a lot of them. I don't use the same content. It's all, it's all different. So hopefully you can add them to your budgets and get to events next year. Um, you know, one of the things we've been talking about at Mercer is how do we, you know, do we put on an event? I'm like, there's too many events. Let's just make sure we're embedded as much as humanly possible yeah. in the events as travel budgets get smaller and, uh, you know, and things like that. So anyway, Jess, big plans for the weekend besides packing? Uh, some kid stuff, some house stuff, some packing stuff. Uh, just try to get myself ready for the next turn on the road. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, I'm going to my uh, son's, my 16-year-old's football game tonight, which for those of you in Minnesota or not Minnesota, the weather has turned. Yes. Why not? I ran in the rain this morning, which is actually kind of amazing. Yeah, it's definitely cooler than it has been. 
Um, so excited to do that. Excited to spend some time with the family and then uh, see everyone in Vegas. Uh, for those of you that, that are going to be there Monday, we have a um, how to design employee experience session, which part of the design. pre design, 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 design. Design is key. And then for those of you that uh, that will stay around, Jess and I are doing the uh, closing uh, mega session on Friday. So we won't be doing the meetup on Friday, yeah. unfortunately, and we can't be streaming it from there. Um, Kristen, my son, goes to a school called Breck in Minnesota, uh, Breck High School. So he's on the football team there. But um, we'll be doing the closing keynote at HR Tech in Vegas. So for those of you that are staying for Friday, we can't wait to see you and hug you. For those of you that aren't staying for Friday, Jess, I'm not going to do it. But we talked about it earlier. What We're mad at you for not staying till Friday. I know that people have other stuff going on. Yeah. But uh, can't wait to see you live on Friday. And uh, Madan, thank you for uh, saying that. The, all, the goal is always to have a great experience, and it's all based on uh, love. So uh, thanks, you guys, for the support. Jess, anything closing? No, we'll see you. Uh, the Well, we'll see you at HR Tech next week. We'll see you in Paris the week after. We will be back, the, so we're off on Friday. I have a special guest co-host in two Fridays. And when I say special guest co-host, that means he doesn't know he's doing it with me yet, but I'm going to get him to do it. <laughs> so stay tuned. And I hope everybody has a green, green, green weekend. And we're going to close just because we're home with that same song again, just because just I love it. I love it. Perfect. Thanks, everyone. Love you guys. Take care. Thanks, everyone.